0: reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people, Israel, give heed to the statues and ordinance that I am teaching you to observe, so that you may live and enter and occupy the land that the Lord your God of your ancestors is given to you. See, just as the Lord my God has changed me, I now teach you statutes and ordinances for you to observe in the land that you are about to enter and occupy. You must observe them diligently, for this will show your wisdom and discernment to the peoples. Sure, who then they hear these statutes will say, Surely this great nation is a wise and discerning people, as the Lord our God is whenever we call on to him. And what other great nation has statutes and ordinance as just as this entire law that I am set before you today? But but, But take care and watch yourselves closely so as neither to forget the things that your eyes have seen nor to let them slip from your mind all the days of your life. Make them known to your children and your children's children. The word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God.
0: Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Praise the Lord, Jerusalem. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise your God, O Zion, for he strengthens the bars of your gates. He blesses your children within you. Praise, Praise the Lord, Lord Jerusalem. Lord. The Lord sends out his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. it gives snow like wall, He scatters frost like ashes. Praise, Praise, Praise the Lord, 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 Jerusalem. Lord. The Lord declares his word to Jacob, his statues and ornaments to Israel. He has not dealt thus with any other nation they do not know his ordinance. Praise Praise the the Lord. Lord.
1: Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ Your words, Lord, are spirit and life You have the words of everlasting life Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus went up the mountain and he began to teach his disciples, Do not think But whoever does them and teaches them will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Today, just like Ash Wednesday itself, which is now three weeks ago... Um, is a day on which we are put back into the Sermon on the Mount. And this gives us another opportunity to reflect in this Lenten season on the nature of Jesus' relationship with the ancient law of Israel, which he inherited just as much as all of the rest of his fellow countrymen and co-religionists did. And we know that Jesus seems to have a very curious relationship with the law, especially when we see those arguments with the scribes and the Pharisees who were so scrupulous in their keeping of even the minutiae of the law, and Jesus would be just savage against that mentality, especially when it was at the expense of what he always referred to as the weightier matters, justice. And compassion. But, especially now that we're going to be entering into the last part of Lent, where we will see more and more the storm clouds gather of Jesus' arguments with the Pharisees and the scribes and all the rest of them, and their ever increasing rage and resentment and beginning to actively plot against him to have him carried away and done away with, it may be a good reminder to us, just in case the cumulative effect of the next several weeks is to have us say, boy, this Jesus really did do away with the Jewish law entirely. He was not interested in that whatsoever. Quite the opposite, actually, as we hear today. After all, the original law, not just the Ten Commandments, but the entire law, was given to the people by his heavenly Father. It was and was always to be seen as gift, treasure. Our first reading makes that very clear. Moses is portrayed as saying, even before the people have entered the promised land yet, oh, what a blessing you are and have because you have this law. And that's going to be reflected upon by all the surrounding peoples. I've always said this kind of thing, you know, the surrounding peoples are going to be saying, we are just so insanely jealous of you Israelites because you actually have a God who cares enough about you to give you a law, who cares enough about you to tell you how to avoid the pitfalls of disaster in community and in the whole meaning of your life. You have a God who, like a loving parent, wants that you would be in righteousness and in safety. Our gods couldn't care less about us. Our gods manipulate us like puppets on a string and then dispose of us. They don't love us, far from it. But you have a God who loves you and this is how he shows you, his love. This is exactly what Moses is telling the people. So if that, is, that is the heritage. That is the ancient heritage. And as Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, very soon into it, by the way, I have no intention whatsoever of doing away with the law. What I do propose to do, though, is to remind you and to lead you deeper and deeper into why it exists, what its meaning is, what it's for, What spirit and attitude you're supposed to have as you keep its precepts. All of that you've lost along the way. And as we know, Jesus does go on to bring out the deeper meaning of the law. We heard that in those January weeks of ordinary time. We heard it on Ash Wednesday when he talked particularly about fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. We'll hear more and more of that. Those are important lessons for us. It is very necessary as a human community for the church to have law and regulation and method and system and how it works. That is necessary. It has to happen. But it's also very dangerous. It, it walks a very thin line, because we can become people who are either so law-bound that we forget the goodness of the God who gave it to us, Or we can become people who are so resentful of the fact that there are any laws that we want to constantly be overturning everything, and therefore we separate ourselves from God in that direction instead of the other one. It's a fragile thing, like anything in a human community is. But this human community, the church, is driven by the Holy Spirit of God. And therefore we have much greater assurance than we do from any political laws and municipal laws and that kind of thing. We have an awful lot more that we can count on because God lies behind it all in the loving, caring Father that he is. So we pray that we will be able never to lose sight of him and of who he is and what he desires for us so that as we obey, we do it joyfully. We do it with an eager desire to come as close to God as we possibly can. And we know that our Savior
0: Jesus is showing us the way.